whenever you're going to the Lord in prayer, there should be these, yeah. hopefully there's these moments that kind of reorient of like, mm. all right, my life is for you. Yes. Right. You've given everything for me. And so, Lord, would you, would you help me to live in that way yeah. where I can surrender all things yeah. to you? Hey, everybody. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Suzanne. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our hope is for you to engage your faith outside of Sunday. So this week, we're taking a pause from talking about the Book of Romans, and we're joined by our friend Nick Schreiber for a conversation about generosity and what God has to say about our money in our new series, God Doesn't Need Our Money. Nick, thanks so much for being here. Good Thank morning, Nick. Good morning. Good Thank morning. you for having me. This is yeah great to get to be with you guys and get to talk in this way. Awesome. We're glad you're here. All right, let's talk about money, Nick. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> All right. do it. Let's dive in. Happy Monday. Um, yeah. Nick, let's start off by asking, are you a saver or are you a spender? Oh, man. I love that question. Well, I yeah. loved how, how we got to hear Chris and, and, and Gabe and, mm-hmm. yep. and, and, Jen and Janet yesterday talk about that. I, um, I definitely probably lean more towards the spending side. Um, okay. And actually, I confirmed that uh, oh. this morning when I asked my wife. I said, hey, what do you, what do you think I am, a saver or a spender? And very quickly, she, she said. But what did spender. you say? What would you say? Well, I think I'm somewhat, I definitely think I lean more that way. Um, okay. But, but I thought I would be more in the middle. Okay. You know, I yeah. think that as, as I'm, I am a very disciplined person, pretty organized. So I, I yeah. do think about things before I buy, but I definitely... But you're going to spend the money. But I'm willing. Yeah. I I'm, like I'm that. a little more free-spirited. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Suzanne? I, uh, yeah, I'm willing to spend the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you're going to think about it. Oh, I definitely think about it okay. com- completely, but I will spend it before my husband, Greg, will. Mm-hmm. Would Greg say the same thing about you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's really funny. If you're going to spend money, where are you spending it? Oh, Coffee, books, okay. um, restaurants, just some of those things where we're out and about and, oh, and cool. whatever will make the the moment or environment a little bit more just delightful, uh, I'm, nice. I'm game. I like that. I've not bought like a random car or, right. you know. Um, That's like the big purchases. New windows yeah. for a home, nothing like that no. without Man, talking windows to. windows are expensive. <laughs> talking to my no, wife. No, I think big things, big things are definitely a big conversation. <laughs> like yeah. it's little things, but little things do add up. That's, That's true. true. Definitely true. Nick, I would love to hear what your story is when it comes to money. How did you grow up understanding money? Yeah. Um, so growing up as a pastor's kid, um, you know, I, I've, I've very... I was very aware that man, my my parents went all out to to provide, um, but I also knew that that um, um, we had to be cautious or conscious of it, mm-hmm. and and very very much aware of it. But but I do think that my parents just watching them um, trust the Lord for provision. My dad was early in my my childhood was you know had to raise support as a as a kind of. As a pastor, you know, as it kind of operated like a missionary mm-hmm. when we were in New Orleans, and and so very much was aware of of him needing to go to churches to to ask for them to give to to wow. to support us or to support our family and what he was doing in New Orleans, um, and then over time in high school he switched roles and and took a more consistent salary mm-hmm. position within the, the denomination that we're that we're a part of, but. But all that to say, like just watching them um, very much trust the Lord for for providing, 
but were very much, but, but were also very mm-hmm. intentional with, with how they spent it, but they were very giving. And so I do mm-hmm. think as a kid, I, 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 knew, I knew what hard work looked like. I mm-hmm. knew what trusting yeah. God looked like, but I also knew that money was a, was a resource, a gift, and, and, and they, I saw them be free in the way they would love others with their, with their resources or with mm-hmm. money. Um, but, man, they, they did great teaching us. So I, I was the mm-hmm. kid that my mom would give coins to to say, hey, put this in the offering plate. Um, mm-hmm. When you get money, give, mm-hmm. you should give a little bit of it. But I think as I got to high school, college, I, I think the key for me was I wasn't very intentional with mm. thinking about giving. Mm. And I do remember a moment when I was probably a junior in college, so maybe 21, working, working pretty mm-hmm. much part-time to, to put myself through school, where I kind of got to this point during a church service and thinking, I actually don't give. Like, I, 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 I knew that mm-hmm. it was important. I knew that's the way that I watched my parents live, but was not consistently giving in any way. Mm-hmm. And then really knew, oh, I don't have a lot of money, mm-hmm. but should I still, do I still do this? Mm-hmm. And feeling the Lord prompt me to say, mm-hmm. yeah, that should be a part of your, mm-hmm. your discipline, part of your, your walk with me. How did this story or your story influence or shape the view of money? Kind of watching how your parents grew up and how they kind of raised you guys, how did that influence you? Well, I, I definitely want to operate in the same way mm-hmm. where knowing that we need to be um, diligent with the way we steward money, diligent in the way we mm-hmm. you know, save and think through all the different uh, expenses that we have but wanted to live in a way that was marked by generosity. Yeah. And that's the way they lived, and that's the way I want to live. And that's the way I, th- I think that, you know, through this conversation, through what mm-hmm. we heard yesterday in our sermon series, through through what you see in Scripture, we should live. Mm-hmm. So definitely want to live in a way that um, does not um, get to the place where we're, mm-hmm. we're allowing money to, mm-hmm. to control us, but wanting to be mm-hmm. generous and give. Um, yeah. And so I think, I think that, I, I think, but also going back to my story, yeah. I do have to regularly think about how, how intentional am I? Like, mm-hmm. am I even thinking mm-hmm. about it? Mm-hmm. You know, be, mm-hmm. you kind of get into a place of just routine with it where you're not even thinking about, about it to the point of, of what it should be. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, your story is resonating with, that's, I feel like that's how my parents raised us, um, my brother and my sister and I. They, I think what's one of my dad's like greatest gifts, he's so wise with money and um, so, same with my mom, but they are incredible savers and um, just really wise, but they were so generous growing up. I never felt like we mm-hmm. went without or mm-hmm. we didn't have things that we needed, um, but they just planned well and was really like generous towards us. Um, and even as adults, I feel like we all have full-time jobs, you know, and they're so generous Mm -hmm. with us. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's one of the things that I've learned most from my parents is how to be Mm -hmm. wise, but also generous, which I think is, is a a balance there. There's definitely, I can think about um, my parents Mm -hmm. and the seasons when my dad did several businesses. And mm-hmm. so he started businesses. So those would be seasons where mm-hmm. I can remember we would be conscious and aware. My mom was a school teacher. Um, <clears throat> but we always, they always provided, there was always giving. There was always someone staying mm-hmm. in our house or visiting for a long extended yeah. period. And we always had people over mm-hmm. and it was always, you know, this, we supporting this. And, mm-hmm. you know, my dad was building homes with Habitat for Humanity years ago. And so mm-hmm. like that, that the legacy of generosity cool. is there and cool. how to, 
you know, how do you mm-hmm. live that life? Yeah, that's good. I do think that is one of the, the unique things about yesterday's sermons mm-hmm. by Gabe and Janet and Chris mm-hmm. and Jen was just getting to hear their stories. I yeah. loved how they yep. set up this whole series yep. around around we each bring a story yes. of yes. money yep. into our relationships, into our kind of our, our filters. Yep. And I thought that just helps kind of allow each of us kind of lean into it mm-hmm. as well. So anyway, I just think that mm-hmm. was a great yeah. kind of thing for all of us to be thinking about. Yeah, that's good. Um, just a comment you were talking about when you like start making your own money. I remember when I was in college too, and I nannied, which is great money. Mm-hmm. Um, this is tax free, <laughs> but <laughs> you're making your own money, and then you're like, "Wow, I'm rich! Like I have all this money." And like the first, I bought a laptop. That was like my first like big purchase, and which back then it was mean, a big deal, very expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they are now, but it's like this, like, "Wow, I have so much money now." And then I had the same thing, like realization where I'm like, "Oh, I'm not giving at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like buying for myself and going out to eat all the time in college and." Um, but when you have your own money, that's so funny you said that. I just had this memory of like, yeah, yeah. I remember making my own money and like, wow, I've made it. I know. You know? It, well, well that's why I think this this conversation is so helpful, yes. especially to have it consistently in yeah. kind mm-hmm. of the pattern. Mm-hmm. Because every season you have new expenses, you have new resources, you have new yeah. kind of things you're able to give. And that just, and honestly, this conversation goes beyond just money too, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. even thinking about things that the Lord's placed in your life, whether it's time, margin, gifts, people, mm-hmm. your homes, mm-hmm. how do we use those things? Yeah, absolutely. Or how am I maybe getting kind of stuck yeah, and even thinking about it? So why do you think the conversation around money is so important, especially when it comes to our discipleship journey? Yeah, well, why are we talking about this? <laughs> well, I think it's 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 so important because I think it, as we heard um, yesterday in the sermon, just it all ties back to our heart. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what Jesus mm-hmm. was doing all the times when he was talking about money was he was trying to shepherd people's um, kind of minds and their their thinking, their understanding back to how this all ties mm-hmm. directly to to what they uh, cherish, what mm-hmm. they're worshiping, mm-hmm. what they're trusting Good. in. Um, and so, and so I love, you know, thinking that if, okay, God doesn't need our money, mm-hmm. but, but he wants our heart. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's the, the verse that I was thinking about just even coming out of the sermon yesterday and, and today was just uh, where our treasure is mm-hmm. there, your heart will be also, you know, is what, mm-hmm. what Jesus says in Luke 12. And, and I know that, man, there's a lots of treasures that creep yeah. up into our heart mm-hmm. And and money is so key to that, mm-hmm. which is which is interesting because I don't know yeah. if you guys would say this, but but I think growing up in the house I did, I, I knew that money wasn't something to worship, mm-hmm. wasn't something to chase after, it wasn't mm-hmm. something to build my life on. But but now that you, I kind of have more of a consistent income, mm-hmm. you do you're, you're just around more, you see people around you more. Yep. It's quick, yes. how or it's so sudden mm-hmm. how that desire for for security, comfort, the things creeps in. Well, I mentioned too, there's a connection to parenting. Is there of like, I want to provide for my children and I want my children to have good things. And is there a comparison there too? Like, I don't know. I mean, I I would say, I mean, comparison is in every area, Mm -hmm. uh, I think of life when, I mean, it can really come in when you have kids Mm -hmm. and your kids are in school and Mm-hmm. I love um, my middle. My kids in middle school have to wear uniforms, and I'm like, I wish they wore uniforms. Do they? Yes, I wish oh, they wore uniforms nice. all the way through because yeah. that's where a lot of the comparison comes. 
I mean, mm-hmm. it's backpacks and shoes. Yes. And yep. when mm-hmm. you have uniforms, it's all about the backpack and the shoes and the socks and all those. Like, it's funny how right. small mm-hmm. it can get. Mm-hmm. But I do think um, the comparison is huge yeah. Yeah. for kids. And so that's been a place of how that we teach um, mm-hmm. about the posture of mm-hmm. good stewardship and mm-hmm. how do we live generously. And it's not about the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, and as parents, yeah. I mean, we definitely yeah. want to give yep. good gifts to our kids. Absolutely. We want yeah. them to to feel like, you know, yeah, just to have that because we want to, we want to provide, we want to, we want to help them, you know, uh, lean in and have fun in the ways that they want. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, we, we can see how quickly their hearts can get bent towards those things too. Like for, it's funny, a year ago, my, my seven-year-old's biggest desires was I want to live in a mansion. I want (laughs) to drive a Lamborghini. Okay. And I and I want to just have a pool. That that was her big things, and and it was great because I'm like yeah. that's that's awesome. You know, I'm affirming because yeah. again, there's nothing yes. wrong with 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 yep. those things in and of it's themselves. Good. But as parents, I think this is where this conversation gets really practical. But just mm-hmm. for all of us, yeah. it's like, so what's the motive behind the the motive? Like, what's yeah. what's mm-hmm. really at your core wanting mm-hmm. those things? Yeah. Um, well, what do you do when you kind of talked about having this desire for like security and stability? Um, like, what do you do, maybe even practically, in those moments? Yeah, well, I think this is where just having moments where you can kind of make sure your heart is kind of coming yeah, back to equilibrium. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we will say the phrase "preaching to yourself." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. how do you uh, preach to yourself? You know that that ultimately Jesus is my security, my my comfort. Yeah. Um, God, God has created this world with, you know, good. I mean, and there's good things. And, and again, there's this, this Billy Graham quote, I I, I probably will botch it, but something to the effect of, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, cross-reference this, um, something to the effect of like, there's, there's nothing wrong with men and women possessing riches or wealth or security but the wrong is when those things possess them, mm-hmm. you know, and he kind of, mm-hmm. you know, flips the flips it on it. And I think that's right. I mean, that's yeah. this whole thing going back to our heart is like when wealth or security or the, or the, even the desires for it or the chasing after it mm-hmm. becomes okay. something that possesses us or we put our hopes in, mm-hmm. that's when you start to go, man, who, who's really on the throne? Who's mm-hmm. really... Who, who, who's really possessing your mm-hmm. life? And, mm-hmm. and so all that to say, going back to your question, I think it's just reminding reminding ourselves of those things. But I think that goes back to this idea of if we can start with the, the first P being prayerful. Yes. Prayer, one of the keys about what prayer does in and of itself is that it, it slows us down, puts our eyes back on the Father or on, on the Lord, and causes us to have to think about these things. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, you were talking about, um, just reminded me of the verse in First Timothy 4.10. I don't know if Chris referenced this, but Gabe talked about the love of money, not money itself, is the root of mm-hmm. all evil. So just kind of that. It's not the object itself. It's how That's you right. like allow that to influence you. So That's right. And I think when Chris talked about the trust, too, like, do I mm. trust God for my provision? Do I have a, like, that level of trust mm-hmm. takes you to understand that you can the love of money can be the root mm-hmm. of evil. It's not that money itself is bad. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's when it becomes consuming mm-hmm. of our thoughts, mm-hmm. of yeah. our motivation and mm-hmm. all of that. That changes, the. that's where it changes and yeah. that's where the so, shift is. And mm-hmm. so it's like, how do I identify that in mm-hmm. my heart and mind? Mm-hmm. Where's right. that Where's that shift? Mm-hmm. When does that happen? Yeah. yeah. That's good. 
Well, and I, I don't know if you remember the, the parable of the, the sower or the mm-hmm. seeds, you know, and that mm-hmm. third soil, the thorns, it's mm-hmm. interesting because it'll, it'll address and it'll say something to the effect of that the, the desires for wealth will choke out mm-hmm. the seed. Mm-hmm. And I think, or the lure of the world, mm-hmm. I think is another way of saying it too. And, and that's where, again, this is just ties back to why this conversation is so important. And, yeah. And I love, again, the posture is, hey, God doesn't need our money, and we're, we're not saying this because we're after anything. Mm-hmm. We're, just, we're just trying to remind us all to be mindful of our hearts and what, mm-hmm. we're, tr- what we're trusting in. Yeah, that's good. Um, you've referenced a lot of Scripture. So is there anything else you would add to, like, hey, what does the Bible say about money, and how is that counter to the world's view of money? Yeah, well, I think, I think there's so many things we can point to, but... Mm-hmm. but if God owns a cattle on a thousand hills, mm-hmm. which we we believe He does, mm-hmm. and is a, again a, it's a picture of how He how everything belongs to Him, and He mm-hmm. does not have need. Um, it really then frees us up to yeah. go. All right, well, we know that you have. We know that you don't need anything from us, but you. Yeah. For but you also have created the world mm-hmm. with order and and societies mm-hmm. and economies and. Yeah. And money is a very real and valid thing mm-hmm. that we all, in a way, um, need to operate. But we don't we don't need it for our our necessary value or significance or life. But but again, it's a it's a tool. It's a resource. Um, I think that the where you end up really getting to be uh, just getting to hone in on on this the uniqueness of why we need to know like what the Bible says about money is when you start to parallel that against what the world's message of money is. Mm. And that's where I think it becomes like, oh yeah, what is the world's message? Mm. All right, well, money equals value. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to collect a lot. You need to take whatever you can. You need to accumulate. And again, we know if you read the gospels, that's where Jesus says it's foolish Mm -hmm. to live in that way where you're just accumulating, collecting. And so Mm. I do think that's a helpful parallel to think about what are the two narratives you know, God, the kingdom's narrative, and then the world's narrative, because it helps us to kind of really, really see mm. the, the 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 differences, but also the clarity of all right. All right I want to trust and live in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. Thank you for drawing the comparison between those two narratives. Um, they camped out a lot um, this week on Second Corinthians chapter eight. What sticks out to you from those verses? Yeah, I again, it, it's always. It's always really just refreshing whenever mm-hmm. you read about the early church there. Know. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was the Macedonians, um, and and just how I'm always surprised by those phrases that they were they were marked. I mean, they were pretty much identified or characterized. They were poor, is what it says yeah. in that mm-hmm. early those early verses of chapter eight, and yet they were so wealthy in generosity. Mm-hmm. And I love that phrasing. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. wealthy in generosity. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it just kind of inspires you. It kind of shocks you in mm-hmm, a way. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it also reminds us that that generosity flowed from somewhere yeah. um, unique mm-hmm. or, or different um, from, what, from what the world would, would mm-hmm. say or have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, what, what's one of the things that sticks out. But I also do love that phrase. I think, I think uh, Chris and Gabe hit on it yesterday, but... but um, is it verse five mm-hmm. where they they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us where it kind of sets the stage of like, all right, this mm-hmm. is 
first first level as we think about generosity is there something about kind of um, committing yourself first to the Lord, mm-hmm. and which is tied to prayer, yep. tied to surrender. Right. Um, so I think I think that's that's mm-hmm. one of the things that just jumps out at me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I do love as well um, verse two, which is what you're referencing. They are being tested by many troubles and they are very poor, but they're also filled with abundant joy, which is overflowed and rich generosity. That is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm going to live that way. Um, would love to kind of touch a little bit on prayer. And so these people, they gave themselves to the Lord first. So there's the surrender and prayer piece. What is like, what's the connection between prayer and money? And like, why is that so important? Why is it the first step? Yeah. Um, well, it's more than just what we pray before yeah. we 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 right. <laughs> we give. You know. Uh, yeah. I, but I, I think prayer in a lot of ways probably needs to become the first in so many in, in all, in and everything. everything. In every, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Because it really is tied to a posture. Mm. It's it's tied to dependence, mm-hmm. relationship. Prayer is one of those things where you can bring whatever before the Lord and, and just start talking to him about it, wrestling with him. I think it was maybe, I forget who said that, said this yesterday, but just this idea of if you feel like this is an area that you need, that you yeah. need to, you need God's help in, mm-hmm. we'll talk to God mm-hmm. about that. Right. And so start there. Um, and so, and mm-hmm. so pray that, that you'd ask, ask God to make you generous or make you want to give. Um, because, it, because again, as we'll learn more next week, there's something about about our attitude in giving yes. that needs to shift as well, mm-hmm. but but again, having it start with prayer, it kind of mm-hmm. reminds you who the the who the ultimate provider is, but also who who the first giver is, yeah. um, which is which is Him. Mm-hmm. And I think too, disciple. You know, when we think about discipleship, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure again how this has affected you mm-hmm. guys in your walk or your discipleship journey when you guys came into this idea of giving, but. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when you think about phrases like Galatians two twenty, that's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a mm-hmm. that's a a statement about what you read in verse five. What their first action was to give themselves to the Lord. Like it really is this whole posture shift of I no longer live for myself. And so going back yeah. to prayer, it's just kind of whenever you're going to the Lord in prayer. There should be these. Yeah. Hopefully, there's these moments that kind of reorient. Of like, mm. all right, my life is for you. Yes. Right. You've given everything for me, and so Lord, would you, would you help me to live in that way yeah. where I can surrender all things yeah. to you? Um, I think there's something to the continual habitual practice of surrendering of mm. our lives and surrendering of our wills of what we want. And mm. so I think that helps us. It helps me when it comes to the idea of. Like it all belongs to God, mm-hmm. and so how I how I steward what He has provided for us is so important. <clears throat> but it's it's that continual surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like I mean it's what you're saying, but I think prayer for me helps orient myself that my life is a part of a story that's bigger than myself. Yes, um, and like the older I get, the more I, and the more I walk through, the more I'm like, oh, I can't do anything on my own, you know, and. Um, so it's like prayer is number one when it comes to money, but really to everything, you know, it's, and it's like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm like lost without you. And my story is, is bigger. And it's the story of, of the gospel. And something you said too, Nick, just like got me thinking about, 
um, really what, what the gospel is, right. Is like, we were given much. And so out of that we give, you know, and it's like, that's the kind of life I want to live, you know, not mm-hmm. just finances, but time and possessions and my spirit. I want to have a giving spirit. And so it's because Christ gave much to us that we also give. So, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, well, that's I, and even as Christ continues to change us to yeah. be more and more like himself, Amen. to that's be good. more and more like his son, because giving flows out of God's mm-hmm. nature and mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. And, and design. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's wired this yeah. into us, too, that, that because, because we know he's given, we're to give. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and part of yeah, giving does change us. Yes, you know, or not does. part of, it does. Yeah, right. It does. Um, and so giving is one of those things that, that um, it flows from the more we are able to realize what God's mm-hmm. done for us and God's love. I mean, you see that actually in 2 Corinthians 8, verse 9, which talks about the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, mm-hmm. so that by his poverty he could make us rich. I mean, I do think that's kind of this 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 verse that, that Paul is moving to to kind of just remind us, this is this is the why we mm-hmm. give, because, mm-hmm. because we've... We've received so much. You see that Amen. John three sixteen. Right. You know, for God so loved that He mm-hmm. gave, and so we we go. Wow, He gave mm-hmm. us everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. G- going back to prayer, though, well, yeah. you know, one of the things I, I think too that I just been a little bit convicted on is mm-hmm. we can get into such a, a rhythm or a routine mm-hmm. of of kind of like our 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 giving. You know, whether we we give to church or yep. we're giving to missionaries or we're giving to different entities um, that that we believe in, that that honestly we don't even think about. It. Like I yep. find myself mm-hmm. going, I don't really even think that I'm giving in this way because it's just it's already kind of like set up. It you comes know? out of your account and you don't even see it. Is yeah, that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what yep. I mean. Yep. And so and so I think I think whenever I, I'm grateful for this sermon series because every time we get to it it just kind of reminds me to just be more intentional, but also to remember that part of praying is to remember like, all right, Lord, I want to, I want to ask you to, to use these gifts Mm -hmm. for your glory, like work, Mm -hmm. work to use them. Um, and also to remember, it reminds me who the actual worker is. So God, you're the Mm -hmm. worker, take these gifts, they're yours. And would you just use them in whatever way? But it just helps me be a, like, Think about being more intentional with yeah. just the way I pray into yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Thanks for saying that. So after beginning in a posture of prayer, Gabe went on to talk about the practice of prioritizing, which I feel like we've kind of talked about throughout, but we often spend first and then we give with the leftovers. And so how can we begin to trust or prioritize God with our finances? Yeah. Well, question. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, tell us the answer. Um, yeah. Well, I think it, it comes back to intentionality, yeah. which has yeah, been yeah, part yeah. of my yeah. my story. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I was remembering to it was probably four years into my marriage, mm-hmm. where we were first time kind of full time ministry, Miami, Florida, um, first regular consistent income, and doing a ton, you know, yeah. there for the church. And got to a point where I remember asking my wife, I was like, "Do you think it's okay if we if we?" give a little less to the church or give a little less monthly because we're doing all these things mm-hmm. for the church and we're mm-hmm. getting, and, and I'm so grateful for my wife, Laura, yeah. for her to go, I, I, well, no, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for her to kind of, kind of reframe it and go, I don't know if that's the right question. Mm. You know, the right question isn't, isn't, do you think it's okay for us to give less? It's more like, who do we want to be as a couple? Like, who do we, mm. who do, good, Laura. what yes. are our kind of principles mm-hmm. in this? 
and and just really helped us get at this idea of prioritizing yeah. is like what we want to do with our finances is 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 by the way we spend mm-hmm. or by the way we choose to kind of name the money mm-hmm. each month mm-hmm. is really saying like making a statement with yeah. it and saying like we we're going to yeah. give first because mm-hmm. that's who we are not because of other things that we yeah. we we yeah. have now or, or any money we have left over or whatever yeah. just like we we're going to give first because that's that's what we want to be marked yeah, at that's by. Your value. value based yeah it's good um it's good and and then and we and we still give ourselves we still do all things but but anyway that was a helpful for me mm-hmm. but I totally get the the narrative of the world of like you know and we kind of walk through this or where yeah you know you spend or you you uh, use money to pay all your expenses you you put a little bit in the bank for saving and then whatever's left mm-hmm. give and again I think just saying that out loud we kind of realize the brokenness of that. Mm-hmm. But man, it's so easy for us to live by that or yeah. to kind of just get in yeah. get into that mode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So as we wrap up, one more question, Nick. Um, the bottom line uh, or the series title is God doesn't need your money. Can you unpack that? What does this mean? Well, God doesn't need our money. That's it. But he wants our yeah. heart. You know, that's that that's yeah. I think Good. the beautiful phrase of that is that yeah. he but he wants our heart and mm-hmm. God doesn't. God doesn't want something, you know, we'll, we'll say um, from you, but for yeah, you, yeah, which I think just, it's just yeah. these things that help us kind of, mm-hmm. kind of um, put in our mind that help remind us of what's yeah. true. And, and again, if God doesn't need our money, mm-hmm. it, one, it's a true statement about him. Yeah. He doesn't need anything. Right. Um, he is totally fine mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with, with all that he is. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yet, the beautiful thing is there's a freedom mm. because of, because of who he is, yeah. but there's also an invitation. Yeah, it's mm, good. God wants our heart, um, and he he knows that when we are givers, and that when we can can lean into him, it's not, not we're not going to lose anything. Mm-hmm. Right. We actually gain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. We gain joy. Mm-hmm. We gain mm-hmm. getting to see him work mm-hmm. and, and use it. The more we give our hearts over to him the more we'll find mm. we'll find the light in, in all the things that he wants from us and so all that to say I think I think that's the thing to remember and I think mm. that phrase the bottom line you know God doesn't need our money um, I really think it's just it just is a reframing to go hey yeah. we can talk about money it is totally good and mm-hmm. fine and legitimate it's a part of our life nothing's wrong with money at all but it helps reframe it to say awesome. but it's but he that he wants us. Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Nick. Thanks for sharing that. Um, would you mind praying to close our time? I'd love together? it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Lord, thank you for being the ultimate giver, mm. for giving your son Jesus for us, for um, for us, um, yeah, for for doing what, what it's ultimate in terms of uh, living, um, dying on the cross, being raised to new life for us so that we might know what true contentment, true mm-hmm. peace, true satisfaction is. And and I just I just pray that in this topic for all of us as we we come to it with our where our hearts are, with all the different things that we are trying to balance when it comes to money and think about, pray that you'd God use these next few weeks to just keep um, our mind kind of reorienting back towards you, back towards surrender back towards trust maybe um where god we we know you provided for us 
um, if we're listening to this podcast, you have mm-hmm. provided, you all have shown your faithfulness. So help us not lose track of that or lose sight of it, but let's, let us keep trusting and leaning into you because of who you are. And God, would you allow us to be people that are generous, that give um, in so many ways for your glory, mm-hmm. and, and may you, God, continue to affirm uh, this in us through what we're seeing and learning over the next few weeks. And, and God, we, we want you to use our lives. We love you. We thank you for this day. Mm-hmm. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank Thanks, you, Nick. You're and welcome. thank you for listening. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time.